0: I want to invite you to be a part of this very special workshop in Houston, Texas on January the 12th, 2019. We're going to be talking about Create, Publish, and Profit. In this workshop, I'm going to teach you how to take your message, your passion, your ideas, your experience, and your expertise and translate that into a published work. Whether that's a published book or maybe even an online course, we're going to teach you a step-by-step process how to take your passion and your message and get it to the masses of people around the world. We're going to spend a great deal of our time that day talking about the book publishing process. Nothing gives you greater credibility and more authority in the marketplace than to have a published book, a book with your name on it that contains your expertise, your wisdom, the the very unique gift that you carry published on the page. We're going to give you again a step-by-step process to go from idea to having the book printed and in your hand. Because we want to keep this intimate and in a real workshop format, we're capping the registration at 50 people. Right now, at the time of this taping, we've got 50 seats available, but they're going to go very quickly. I encourage you to act now and reserve your seat. Again, that date is January the 12th, 2019 in the Houston, Texas area. I really wanna see you there. I believe you have something to say. I believe you have a difference-making message that the world needs to read and hear. I wanna see you in the room with me January 12th, 2019 I look forward to seeing you soon. I'm grateful you've joined us today. We're talking about the power and the importance of relationships. Last week on the program, we talked about the law of association. We talked about how when you become yoked up with an individual, their impetus, their desires, their plans, their attitudes directly affect whether or not you get where you're wanting to go. In fact, we looked at this ox and ass yoking piece that's so important in life, and we also talked about how you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and if you want to raise your averages, you've got to do some different things around those relationships that you presently have. Outside of your relationship with God, I think the most important thing in our life, the most important uh, area of success and happiness is going to be built around relationships. Now, as we talk about relationships, we just dove right into it last week, there are various categories of relationships, and I want to talk about those today today. You have your family. This is your blood kin or step family or adopted family or whatever that might be. You've got mentors and teachers and spiritual leaders in your life. You've got friends and peers. These are your friendships. You've got workplace relationships. Uh, We all work somewhere with somebody doing something. And so those relationships are a part of the matrix of, of our circle, if you will. We also have these casual acquaintances. We'll talk a little bit about those today as well. As all of these categories play a part in our ability to become or to be who we're called to be, they play a part in how we perform and make the impact we're designed to make. A great mentor of mine shared with me uh, something a number of years ago that I've never forgotten. And this is what he said in a meeting. We had a number of leaders there, and this is what he shared with us. He said, you only need two things in life to be successful. You need relationships, and you need resources. Think about that. Relationships, resources. But then he went on to say, if you have to choose between the two, always choose relationships, because the right relationships Strategic relationships will always bring you to the resources you need for the next level of life. So I'd like to say to you that resources are something we all have to have to be successful in life, but it is the relationships that we have that bring us into the orbit of the resources we actually need. You can have all the money in the world, man. I I know people that are very, very wealthy, but they're not satisfied, they're not happy, they're not content because they don't have good, healthy relationships. We're gonna talk about this more and more today, and I wanna share with you some things from my heart about the importance and the power of relationships. Let's do that right now. You know, the great book of wisdom, the great book of success, I call it the Bible, uh, emphasizes the importance of being connected. It refers to that metaphorically as parts of a body being joined fitly together. While each person is uniquely different and may have certain propensities or strengths or talents or abilities or personality styles, uh, all of those components make up this beautiful mosaic of life. And it's done in the context of how we relate to one another out of our uniqueness. With that in mind, we cannot function autonomously from one another. We can't just be independent people out there doing everything we wanna do by ourselves. Now, I like to think that I am my own man, and I am. But I am designed to be uniquely connected to other people in a relationship. Uh, a wonderful passage in the Bible talks about this. It says the eye cannot say to the ear, I don't need you. I mean, think about that in the context of the human body. Uh, you better believe you need to hear because you might be seeing perfectly well straight ahead but there's a train coming down the track from your right hand side. And if you don't have ears to hear that horn going off, you're going to miss something. The eye can't say to the ear, I don't need you. Uh, the the Big toe, can't say to the right arm, "Uh, you're useless, I don't need you. No, man, we gotta have each other. And no matter how insignificant you may think, one part plays, I promise you, if you try to do life absent of that part in the body, you're gonna find great challenge and great difficulty. We are interconnected, that is how it works. We are interdependent, we are not co-dependent please understand, but we're designed to be our best when we're connected to other people. We're designed by God to have meaningful relationships and connections. We're designed to interface one with the other. Unfortunately, so many people evolve into beings of isolation or aloneness, and that's typically either a result of wounds and hurts or if they just decide to isolate themselves, it results in wounds and hurts. Here's a reality. You say, Brian, I wanna wanna just protect myself from people because people are gonna hurt me and I've never had a good relationship and every time I try to trust somebody, I get wounded or hurt, I get that. Here's the truth. As long as we are dealing with human beings, there's going to be disappointment, there's going to be pain, there's gonna be times when somebody Wrongs someone else. Why? Because we are fallible, we are human, and we have, at the very best, the very best, we're going to fall. It's just a part of life. Just because someone has the capacity to hurt you doesn't necessarily mean they will. And I would rather roll the dice for the benefits I could receive in a healthy relationship than to walk away from the table and assume, no matter what I do, I'm going to lose, I promise you, nine times out of 10, maybe 99 times out of 100, you're going to reap the benefits of healthy relationships outside of hurt and wound. We cannot allow the possibility of hurting and wounding to drive us to isolation. We cannot allow us to disengage from life, from people, from connections, because someone in the past has hurt us, okay? We need each other, and our destiny, your destiny, is tied to someone else in some way. That I guarantee you. Now, to to lay the right foundation for this, it's important that you know who you are, because if you are unsure about your own identity, if you're if you lack confidence in your own person, then you're going to wind up uh, gravitating toward unhealthy codependent relationships because you're looking. For something from someone else to complete you versus being a complete person in entering into a complete relationship. Very, very different. All right? Many times, however, we will connect with somebody and call them a friend and they're merely an acquaintance. Okay? Think about that. Now, don't get me started on Facebook and, and Instagram and all these other places, okay? But you gotta know who you are. And then you have to also understand where each person you're in relationship fits within the matrix of relationships. So sometimes you might call somebody a friend who's just an acquaintance. Sometimes you may have known somebody for a very, very long time and you assume that relationship merits a certain label or category, but truly the length of time you've known them hasn't consequentially meant deep, meaningful, heart-level relationship either. Okay, you got to know where people fit in the matrix. Now, I I like to share something called the relationship circle and you're gonna see this on your screen uh, in this video. And if you're listening by iTunes or Stitcher or one of those mediums, uh, you'll have to go online to our website at brianholmes.com forward slash 376 to see this. But I want you to understand that if you draw just concentric circles, about six or seven of them, and work from the inside out, like a target, but work from small circle, larger, 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 and so on. The very core, the smallest circle in the middle, that's you. That's your, that's your interpersonal self. It's, it's know thyself. Know who you are. Know your talents, skills, abilities, personality. From a heart level, know who God has called you to be. It begins there. The next circle out is family, Okay? Now, I understand some of you are going, yeah, you don't know my family. My family's crazy, okay? I get it. We all, we all of us got at least one crazy family member, right? I understand. But family, man, I tell you, family is important. How you related with your family growing up as a child affects how you relate with people today. All those things. Family is that next circle out. The next circle beyond that is your close, intimate, covenantal friends. The next circle beyond that is acquaintances. This might be called your tribe. People that hang out, hang around. You don't necessarily do life with them, but they're there, they're present in your life. The next larger circle out from there is the crowd, okay? People may know who you are, and you may know who they are, and they're somewhere in this orbit, but there's no proximity really as far as closeness or intimacy, all right, none. And then way out there on the far outside is what the book of Proverbs calls enemies and fools. These are people that frankly don't give a rip about you. They don't care about your success. And they may look pretty on the outside. They may smile to your face. But at the end of the day, they're not going to help you. If anything, they may work against you, okay? So you have yourself, family, close friends, acquaintances, the crowd, and then you have enemies and fools. Now, if you understand these layers, all right, and if you begin to, to look at your life and the people that you hang out with, your friends, and begin to consider from a deep level where does each person in my life fit in this matrix? Are they truly a friend? Are they just an acquaintance? Are they are just a part of my tribe? You know, I, I have lots of people that follow my blog and my podcast, thousands. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful to have that influence in somebody's life. But these aren't my friends. Now, I don't consider you an enemy or a fool, but there's a level of relationship we have that happens virtually that makes you a good relationship in my life, but we haven't taken it to the next step where you're now in my inner circle because we just don't have that proximity. You understand what I'm saying? You've got to know where people fit. Are they just a part of the crowd in your life? Are they people who maybe at one time were for you, but now that you've decided to go to a different level, They resent the fact that you're going there. Now they're working against you. They're speaking against you. They're saying things like, who does that person think they are, right? Okay? It's very important to understand the value of relationships, and that value is really defined in where you place them in the relationship matrix circle. If God brings someone into your life that's meant to be a true, deep friend watch, right here in this circle, and you keep them far on the outside out here, you kind of keep them at arm's length because you're not really sure you can trust them, you have missed the opportunity to receive the benefit and the blessing of what that person carries and what God intended to bring you by virtue of that relationship. Conversely, if you have somebody already in your inner circle and you like to keep them really close and The truth is, you call them a friend, you spend a lot of time with them, but really they're a crowd person. Well, now you're giving space and time and energy to a relationship in this category that is taking up space. And I hate to say it that way, but they need to be out here in the crowd and you relate to them from that perspective or the tribe. But you need to make room for someone who can fill space in that inner circle who can add value to your life. Worse What happens when you have a real fool, a real humdinger of a guy or gal, somebody who is just toxic, they're, they're mad at the world, they're negative, they don't believe in you, they don't believe in themselves. And you've got them pulled to the inside, to that inner circle, that friends, even family. What happens when you give them that space in your life? It is greatly diminishing, remember the average? It's greatly diminishing your average as a person. Every person has the potential for greatness. Therefore, every person has the potential to add something of value to your life if properly placed in that circle. Now, here's something I alluded to last week at the end of the lesson. I want to say it again in a different way Not every relationship is right for every season. Not every relationship is right for every season. Sometimes a relationship comes into your life for a while, there's value there, but as things progress and move forward, that season comes to an end. And it's not that you kick that person to the curb, not that you treat them badly, but you have to rearrange the circle because that person's no longer adding value and it's no longer healthy to keep them in that inner place. Does that make sense to you? Which brings me to my closing points here in this session. Some relationships are for certain seasons. When the season for a relationship has come to an end, it is not wise to continue to invest in that relationship or try to drag them along. It's only going to hold you back. Number two, some relationships are truly covenantal in nature. They're meant for a lifetime. But those relationships change and develop And morph as time goes on. We'll talk more about that later. Some relationships are situational. They're provisional based on the job you're on, or the contract you're working with, or the business you're running, all right? Uh, Or maybe even the church you attend. Some relationships are situational, and most times those relationships are temporary. Very important to know. Some relationships are strategic. And they have to do with your assignment. I, every new level God has taken me to, every time I have been graduated or elevated to a new level, it has always begun with the introduction of a new strategic relationship. You've got to be aware of when those are happening because they're, they're indicators that you're going to the next place. Lastly, all healthy relationships are given by God to be mutually beneficial, and for the common good. Next week, we're going to take this a step further because as I've already mentioned, relationships do change. And I want to dive into the the nuances and the things you can expect. What do you do when seasons are coming to an end or relationships are changing? How do you handle that? We're going to deal with that in our next session.